right now, we're joined in the studio by a very exciting guest. Uh, he goes by the name of Sam. And his band <laughs> goes by the name of Pretty Pretty Bleak. And they are a Melbourne-based pop punk um, group. And they're kind of birthed inside the studios of several Melbourne-based um, kind of... Yeah, they're birthed inside the studios of several Melbourne-based kind of homes, would you say, Sam? Um, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and they've just released a single called Other People's Heads. And they had their launch over the weekend. Um, but Sam, welcome to the Hoys. Thank you. Thanks for having this. Me. <laughs> I'm a proud um, non-Foxtel having kid. Oh, you're Just, an ABC3 kid? Yeah, ABC, SBS, Channel 10. Did you have any highlights from the... Like, uh, you know what? I didn't watch TV that much when I was a okay. kid, probably because I didn't have Foxtel. Maybe that was what my parents were going for. Who yep. knows? Yeah. Maybe it was something else, but... Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing I watched the most was The Simpsons. Okay. Sure. I wasn't that big into, you know, the morning cartoon thing. Okay. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons are always a go-to, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Would you say they kind of paved your childhood? <laughs> or, like, your aesthetic now, your visual aesthetic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the donuts start <laughs> coming into the band. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Looking at me, I'm sure you could tell that... <laughs> I base my whole look around <laughs> what's going on in that show. Well, <laughs> Just that to paint a picture, he's wearing a black T-shirt, very punk rock vibe. And my skin is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, that much is um, influenced by The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but we are here, obviously, to talk about the music of Pretty Bleak. Um, and it sounds like it's been a busy time for you all. It has. Um, talk us through what has the world of Pretty Bleak been looking like recently, Sam? Well... Obviously, over COVID, it looked like not very much. Yeah. But then as soon as that was over, we were, like, recording heaps of stuff. We got, like, whole maybe five or six songs recorded, and then we've just been slowly putting them out over the last year, playing heaps of shows, mostly support spots. Um, but the weekend was really good to play, like, our own headliner. for the. Well, we only have played, like, two headliners this year. Everything else has been supports. So. But, yeah, we've been, like, really busy recording, making videos, everything. Yeah. Massive congrats. Did you do the songwriting during COVID for these? Yeah, like all of these songs that we have released this year and it will, well, probably all the ones we release next year, I wrote them all in COVID, so mm. in lockdown, just in my house by myself. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I feel like we've had a lot, of, we had a chat um, with yeah. Tamara in the Dreams earlier in mm. the show and we spoke, um, and I've spoken to lots of artists and it's been interesting um, hearing about their recollections of that COVID lockdown and the way that their songwriting um, really changed and evolved. Yeah. Um, how do you feel as though your kind of, your the, the creative process for you as an artist really changed? It was like really quite surprising because like, I'm sure, like, the whole COVID topic's been talked to death by yeah, everyone. This is the C word. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, one one element of it that I really didn't expect is that if, if, if that didn't happen, this band would be in, like, a completely different place and it would be in a much worse place, in my opinion. Like, okay. all of the best songs that I'd ever written at that point were done because COVID happened and I was just trapped in my house for a year or whatever. If that wasn't the case, I don't... I honestly... I shudder at the thought of where our band would be if it wasn't for that, which is quite an interesting deviation from the general like narrative about the whole situation, I think. So maybe I'm the only person who can say I'm glad it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure like a lot of bands like a lot of bands I've spoken to have had a similar experience. It's a very um sliding doors concept where it's like what 
would have, could have, should have been, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I think it's actually a silver lining because a lot of bands have said the same, that they are glad that they had COVID because it's enhanced their songwriting capabilities. Mm. On the other side of it, though, a lot of bands didn't survive COVID, mm. which is, like, really sad as well. Yeah. But... I can just be grateful that it was a good thing for us. Yeah, yeah. no, totally. I think um, with every artist, I feel as though whether you're in like music or in any kind of art, art form, it feels like you knuckled down or even just society in general, whether it was your bread baking, but um, you really knuckled <laughs> down on a different part of your life. And I feel as though you really kind of tried to develop and improve that. So for you, Sam, it sounds as though it was your songwriting, would for you say? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like the difference in the way that j- just like in, having the time to develop new skills and just like hone them every single day was really really valuable do you make bread <laughs> is that what you were talking about <laughs> well, she looked at me like do i look like someone who makes bread i actually i'm a bit of a baker myself but yeah. not bread i haven't mastered sourdough yet gotta get my starter going yeah. um no i'm more of a cupcake oh uh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. Um, but we do want to talk a little bit about um, like the creative process more generally because um, obviously there are four of you guys in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do you feel like everybody's put their own kind of like frosting if we're considering <laughs> yeah. the baking? If we analogies? have a baking. Yeah. <laughs> how do um, you feel so everyone's yak? Yeah, well, like generally the way it works is I'll come up with a song idea and I'll make a demo I'm just on my computer at home um, and then I'll send that off to everybody and then... People will have, or, or sometimes I'll like send it when it's not finished or something, but generally it'll be finished. Everyone will listen to it. Usually everyone likes it most of the time. <laughs> and yeah. um, then everybody's just got, every, everybody in the band has a really distinct musical personality. So it's, the, our band sounds like the four of us collaborating on an idea that I've had essentially. Like everyone brings their own personality into their part and develops it and fleshes it out and. So the demos change, don't, they don't change a whole lot in like their overall form, but it's all about like the, the intricacies of the personalities involved that make our band sound like our band. And um, so it wouldn't be the same without everybody's input. That's so interesting. That's such a cool concept with the song that you're going to play for us. Mm-hmm. It's about being perceived, you know. Did you, do you like being perceived differently as an artist compared to your individual self, if that makes sense? Um, I don't think that's an interesting question because I don't I don't think I have a perception of myself outside of who I am as an artist, really. So yeah. that's kind of hard to um, distinguish. I guess I, if, I guess I don't like it, you know? Like if I meet a new person and they know nothing about you, um, I guess it kind of makes me feel as though they don't know me very well unless they know me as an artist, in a sense, because that's what my whole life is about. Yeah, that's your identity. Yeah, exactly. So um, I haven't thought about that much. But, um, yeah, I, th- I feel like it's such an intrinsic part of who I am and who everyone in the band is, is that um, it's sort of you can't really uh, escape it, really, or you can't you can't really have us as people without us as artists at the same time. Mm, that's really that, that's yeah. really interesting because I feel as though when you come back to I'm gonna bring up the c word again but when you, <laughs> when you went through like that kind of lockdown that pandemic um and you were kind of discovering yourself as an artist almost in a different way mm. do you feel as though there was another layer of self discovery through that period of time as well Yeah well I think I yeah definitely like I changed a lot as a person just um you know 
divorced from the whole music side of things. Like there was a lot of things. I feel like everyone probably feels that way. Like I think I don't think anyone could really look at who they were before COVID and then after COVID and say that there hasn't really been much of a difference. I think everyone everyone probably feels that way, but I do especially. Yeah. I think I'm much more of a nice person, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, elaborate on that. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think that has anything to do with COVID, so to speak. I think it's just coincidence. You know? I was going to say, because I work at a grocery store and literally people have become so impatient. Really? After COVID, yeah. Like in how so? Well, just like if it's not available immediately, mm-hmm. they're immediately like... Fly off the handle. Yeah, yeah. so just like... <laughs> not consider of others but anyway back to the music (laughs) well speaking of that's a bit of a sneak peek into other people's heads which is a bit of a segue into um the live performance that we're going to get into right now on the Mm -hmm. show um we're joined by sam from the band pretty bleak and sam when you're ready we're going to get into i know it's a bit like (laughs) all right straight away Um, (laughs) i know bad we're going to get into a bit of a live performance now on the show um yeah you are on the hoist you're here with anika and claudia we're joined by Sam, as I said, from the band Pretty Pretty Bleak. And this is their latest single, Other People's Heads. Will live rendition in studio. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. You got it. And I saw my old brain sitting at the station. She works for the cops now. And I make my own way living with a racist Yeah, I can't get it to move out She hates her nose and she's ashamed of it Dye her fringe blind just for the sake of it I just want to be known when I'm dead I see living in other people's heads other people's hands Other people And cause I'm not used to sanitary blues And victims of aggressive conversation And I move the way of my specific obligations But I didn't know that there was anything else she takes it down in the nose, yeah, she's telling it I don't know what I don't know Bury me with my phone when I'm dead I see living in other people's heads Other people's heads Other people's heads Other people's When we get lonely, I get low cause Yeah, I can't turn the radio off Yeah, what am I scared of? 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 
Hoyts live in the studio. You're here on The Hoist with Anika and Claudia. And that was pretty bleak. Sam from the band. Sam, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. That was awesome. It's so different compared to the, <laughs> yeah. the punk rock version. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like damn. <laughs> well... It's yeah. just as good, but it's just different. It's amazing, yeah. Do you enjoy playing like a stripped back kind of acoustic version of that? Yeah, oh, I guess that's the only first time I've done it. So, But <laughs> I, I was like kind of um, nervous. <laughs> because <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I don't really usually do it that way, but I like it. Oh. I like it that way. I think it's cool. Yeah, I feel like tying into the whole meaning, kind of flowing through it, it really, mm. I don't know, it's really, it's another layer when mm. you play the acoustic. Yeah, it adds to the emotional dimension of it a, a bit I suppose yeah it definitely does um but thank you so much for that that was awesome um and Sam you played obviously on the weekend pretty bleak they played you guys played at stay gold mm-hmm. um which is really cool to see it looked like it absolutely popped off it was good yeah, yeah congratulations was it your first uh di- like performing as the main act um, after your first time no like we, we did we've done it like last year and mm. But it was the first time that we'd played our own headliner in since like the beginning of this year. So it was good to it was good to do it because usually we're like we always have this issue where when we're playing opening spots, you you only have to play like half an hour. Yeah. And we've got like like quite a few songs now, and so and we like them all, and we're like, oh, what what are we gonna cut? Like, what are we not gonna play? What are we gonna play? And it takes us like hours to figure it out, but. So it was good to just be like, you know what, we can play everything. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Yeah. You run the show when you're not supporting. You can exactly. like, you can even decide little things like where the placement of each instrument will be and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you, yeah, it's good. Um, I bet it's a good. It's good feeling. to be in charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a bit of a theme. Here. <laughs> I was I don't just know, saying, Sam. <laughs> I bet it's a good feeling to have people who want to listen to you, you guys as an artist, rather than yeah. have you as the supporting act. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really. Like, it, it's really, it's fun because, like, we have people who, like, know our songs now. Mm. Like, we, we didn't always have that when we were starting out. So it's cool to have our own show where people who like our band come and sing all the songs and it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Must be pretty surreal. We, yeah, we're lucky. Like, it, at the first time, like, people actually legitimately were, like, singing our songs back at us. It was like, damn, like, that was, it's something that you think about all the time when you're younger, but the first time it happens, it's really cool. So. Beautiful. It sounds like a very, very wholesome moment. Yeah, it's wholesome. Just in general. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, but hey, Sam, if people want to catch up with, um, I guess, Pretty Bleak and keep up to date with what you guys are doing online, mm-hmm. um, where can they head to online? Um, at Pretty Bleak Band on Instagram. That's our main spot. I feel like Instagram's the only like half decent one now. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> we I mean, were talking about this. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, different perceptions. Um, but yeah, I feel like lots of young people are heading to Instagram now. Do you disagree? Do you, do you no. like something else? No, I feel like there are lots of different platforms like Be Real and like Snapchat yeah. and like, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> I've though. been like thinking about Be Real. Maybe. Oh, what are your really? thoughts? Maybe, do we, well, do we... I don't know because maybe you can tell me about it like later, but um, yeah. <laughs> I've been like just seeing it and I'm like, oh, is Be Real like a thing? Should we get an account? Um, but I haven't decided yet. Okay, I feel like we'll chat about this off yes. yeah. <laughs> Um But Sam, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've had the best no, time. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.